Okay, so the shir tonight is actually going to be uh, a very nogea uh, lemaisa for you. Uh, it was uh, something which uh, uh, becomes more relevant uh, for the rest of us uh, during the summertime when it gets uh, hot out. But it has to do with the, uh, the general topic of, as you see at the top over there, making a bracha on water. So Chazal considered water to be pretty much neutral, as we're going to, uh, to see, and therefore, without a compelling reason, they didn't really find it to be, uh, in a sense, a food or a beverage. It just was. It's just uh, water. Uh, and that was not the primary beverage of choice that people would go ahead and drink. There was usually some sort of compelling reason they would drink water. I assume simply for the reason because they didn't have clean water. It was very difficult to obtain clean water, and therefore it just wasn't part of the, uh, you know, the regular uh, uh, menu. But the question is going to be, what about um, uh, nowadays? Um, I just went to the store and bought uh, you know, a five-gallon thing of water and a bunch of water bottles. So we've got water uh, you know, coming out of our noses over here. But the question is, what exactly is the, uh, what are the parameters and we'll discuss a number of, uh, of interesting applications where one is going to be drinking water, not necessarily for the pleasure of it, but for some other reason. And under what circumstances do you make a bracha on water? And when do you not make a bracha on water? Okay, so let's, uh, let's get ourselves going. I'll make it even bigger because there aren't that many of you on the screen. So Mishnah says, so we begin with a Mishnah and brachos. So it says pretty straightforward. So if somebody drinks water, litzma'o means because they're thirsty. They're tzamei, they're thirsty for water. So you make the bracha of shahakol. It's a machlokas, we'll just read it because that's what uh, the Mishnah says. Rabbi Tarfon Obman, Rabbi Tarfon says, They make the bracha that Kosh Baruch has created all sorts of creatures, the nefashos, rabos, numerous ones, in all of their various uh, respective deficiencies. Okay, so now that's the extent of the Mishnah's address of water. And then, as short as that is, the Gemara, which we would expect a more expansive discussion of this topic, uh, doesn't give us much more information, although it sets in motion uh, the, uh, uh, what will be the, uh, the parameters. So first, what the, the, uh, the Gemara does is, it quotes the Mishnah, if you go ahead and you drink water because you're thirsty, so then you make a shahako. Sigmar says, well, if you're telling me that when I drink water because I'm thirsty, I make a shahako, so la mai. So what's going to be the circumstance where I'm drinking water and I would not make a shahako? So the implication is, is that there's going to be a particular circumstance where you do. That must mean that there's a particular circumstance when you do not. So the Gemara inquires, what exactly is going to be that circumstance where you would not be making the bracha on water? So Amravidi Bar Avin, so Ravidi Bar Avin says, It's coming to exclude a person who is eating some steak and begins to choke. So he put too large of a, he allowed too large of a piece of steak to go down his throat and he's choking. So in such a case where you're choking, so what's he going to go ahead and do? The world hadn't created the Heimlich maneuver as of yet. So before the Heimlich maneuver was created, so what would a person do if they were choking? You grab a, a cup of water or you whatever beverage is available, and you go ahead and you take a drink and you hope that the beverage will push down the, uh, the food which is stuck in your throat. So uh, the, according to Ravidi Baravin, and this, this is the end of the Gemara's discussion about, uh, about this, that in the event that you are drinking water 
let, let, me, let me actually frame this a, a little bit differently. So there are now two, uh, two categories of drinking water. One is litzma'o, you're drinking water because you're thirsty. The other is you're drinking water because you're choking. Drinking water when you're thirsty, you make a bracha. Drinking water because you're choking, you do not make a bracha. So from the Mishnah in the Gemara, that's all we know. Those are the extent of the parameters, two different categories of, of, of reasons why a person is going to drink. One you do make a bracha and one you do not. Okay. Comes along Tosos, and he says, he makes an important point, and he's going to lead us to, uh, to another Gemara uh, also, which we, will, uh, which we will look at. So on that Gemara there, on uh, Brachos, this is the top of Mem uh, Hamerauf. So it says, the de Unsa. So the Gemara had uh, stated that in the event that one is drinking water because they are choking, you don't make a bracha. So explains Tosos, uh, uh, because, uh, I should say, uh, right, it's only going to be when you're drinking water. So Tosos is addressing the unspoken uh, question that Tosos is uh, um, uh, is addressing is uh, if I'm drinking something because I'm choking, why does it make a difference if it's water or grape juice or apple juice or Coke or, uh, you know, a shot of uh, Irish whiskey or something? Either way, it should all be the same if I'm drinking it because I'm choking. So all beverages should really be the same. So Tosa says that that's actually not the case. There's going to be a halachic difference whether or not there's something stuck in my throat and I'm drinking water or this stuff, so I, I really shouldn't say choking, like as if you're going to die. There's just something which is uh, you, you want to uh, wash down. So there's going to be a difference whether I drink water or I drink any other beverage. Why? So Tosos explains, Vidafka mine, the halacha that if you drink something bit, uh, to clear your throat, that you don't make a bracha, is only true with regards to water. She'en lo ki'im lishtos mayim because you don't have any benefit when you go ahead and you drink the uh, when you when you uh, when you drink water, unless you're drinking it because you're thirsty. So if you're really thirsty and you drink the water, then it's considered to be a benefit because it quenches your thirst. But otherwise, water, as we said at the outset, water is considered to be this neutral beverage, and for a neutral beverage, you wouldn't go ahead and make a bracha because there's no hana. The hana the hanate umsa. And the benefit that you have, that you're no longer choking, that you no longer have something stuck in your throat, that's not really considered to be a benefit. Uh, in, in certain Chosha uh, Mishpat contexts, there's an idea of Mavriach Ari, that what I'm doing is I'm not really providing you with benefit. I'm just getting a lion off of your back. So let's say, like an example that, uh, that, uh, that comes up is, Let's say, Bob, that uh, you owe somebody uh, $1,000 and this creditor is hounding you and hounding you and hounding you. And I go ahead and I call your creditor and say, listen, I'm going to pay off Bob's $1,000 debt and just leave him alone. And I pay him that uh, that $1,000. Then I come to you, Bob. I say, listen, Bob, I did you this tremendous favor. I gave you this tremendous hana because your creditor isn't hounding you anymore for the $1,000. And therefore, I want you to reimburse me. So I'm claiming that you owe me that money because I provided you with a tangible benefit because I paid off your debt. So you are able to say to me, Chosh uh, Mishpat line number one, jump in the lake because you didn't provide me with actual tangible benefit. 
All you did was mavriach ari, you got the lion away from me. So being that all I did was remove a lion from you, rather than providing you with an actual tangible benefit. So therefore, that's not considered to be a real benefit which is taking place. And since it's not considered to be a real benefit, therefore, there's not going to be a, uh, uh, it's not a hana. So the same thing is going to be true. I'll catch up in a moment. Uh, the same thing is going to be true in the event that somebody is drinking water, which is essentially neutral. If you're only drinking it to clear your throat, not because you enjoy the water, but just because you want to get rid of something which is stuck in your throat, that's not considered to be an, an actual hana. And since that's not considered to be an actual hana, you wouldn't make a brach on that. But, so we're talking about the, the, the circumstances when you make a brach on water. That's a, could you just go back over there? Misha says, Litzma'o, you make a bracha. And the Gemara says, as opposed to Chanak de Umsa, where you're choking on, the, on a piece of meat. So Toso says that it's only with regards to water that we have these two different categories. I shouldn't say it like that. It's only with regards to water that if you drink it to clear your throat, that you would not make a bracha. Because there's really not benefit anyways from water unless you're really thirsty. Aval Sharmashkim. But when it comes to other beverages, we're discussing tonight, the other beverage is going to be your Irish whiskey. So when it comes to other beverages, where it's always beneficial uh, and pleasurable to go ahead and have that, uh, that, uh, that other beverage, then you would make the bracha, even in the event that you're doing it also to clear your throat. So granted, there's some herring or something stuck in your throat, which you would like to go ahead and wash down. But since, you're, uh, since the Irish whiskey is always, a, is always a pleasurable drink, so you can't say that when I'm drinking it to clear my throat, I don't have benefit on top of that, because they do have benefit on top of that, because who doesn't enjoy a good Irish whiskey? Kidamrina la'el, like the Gemara says earlier. You're now, what does the Gemara... Yeah? You're saying enjoyment, but it's... it's... Really not. I mean, the, the lashon is gufnena. The body, the body takes benefit, right? Is, is that enjoyment, or is that you know, it's healthy? Yeah, no, yeah, it's 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 not healthy. It's uh, it's enjoyment. In this is in this regard, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a uh, pleasure. Okay. Rabbi uh, Rabbi uh, Shaffel, yeah, it, it, but um, the, I I don't know. Maybe this gets into the technical issue of a bracha. But if you're choking, how would you say the bracha? Yeah, you're right. So that, that's that's another reason why in my head I realized that I shouldn't have used that uh, that term choking. Because number one, you need to get that liquid down right away because choking could lead to death and you shouldn't uh, you know, waste time if it's dangerous. And then number two, if you're choking, you might have a hard time saying a bracha. So that's why whenever mm-hmm. I say choking, I really mean that you're just trying to clear your throat. Okay. For, those, uh, for that exact reason. Okay, so- uh, I, I thought you were right, though, because chenek literally means to strangle. I mean, right. strangulation. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you would you you, tra- you did translate it literally. <laughs> right. No. So yeah. So but my my literal translation was correct, but I think uh, in context, I think for the reasons which we said, the 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 reasons why it doesn't fit, I'm going to switch it to something's caught in your throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not that you're actually uh, choking. You don't need to go like this, you know, to signal to somebody like this to alert them to the fact that uh, something's there. So now, what is this Gemara earlier that uh, that Tosas is referring to? 
So he says, and this is part of the, a discussion related to making a bracha on olive oil, which generally one does not, uh, would not, uh, uh, it's not a, a beverage or food, which somebody, which uh, people don't consume olive oil straight. It's always in conjunction with something else. And yet the Mishnah had said that there's a bracha that you make on olive oil. So the Gemara was searching for what exactly is going to be the circumstance where the bracha on olive oil, where you, it would be appropriate to say a bracha on olive oil. So the Gemara talks about where you're having, let's say, a salad with uh, you know, an olive oil-based dressing. So therefore the Gemara says, what might I have said? Being that you're eating this vegetable or you're eating this salad with the olive oil-based dressing, because you want to have the olive oil as a medicinal thing for its therapeutic properties, maybe you would say that maybe you wouldn't go ahead and say a bracha on it altogether because your intent is to go ahead and uh, one of your primary intents is its medicinal capacity rather than just for the taste. And therefore, the, the, uh, the Gemara is telling us, the Mishnah is telling us, Granted, your intention may be to go ahead and to provide some medicinal benefit or some therapeutic benefit from having from consuming the olive oil as well. But since at the end of the day, olive oil is yummy delicious. So being that it's also yummy delicious, you cannot say that the medicinal intent is going to outweigh the necessity to make a bracha on the hana that I have from the fact that the olive oil is also yummy delicious. So Tosos is saying that the same parameters are going to apply when it comes to drinking something to clear your throat. That if it's water, which doesn't really have a taste anyways, and the only time that you're benefiting from the water is if you're thirsty. So then if you're drinking water just to clear your throat and you're not actually thirsty, so then it would make sense that you're not going to go ahead and make a bracha on it. But if you're drinking grape juice, or you're drinking pop, or you're drinking an Irish whiskey, where either way, there's going to be pleasure and there's going to be benefit from the taste itself. So even if you have some ulterior motive why you're drinking it, since at the end of the day, you're for sure getting hana, because there's a taste to it, there's a good taste to it. So therefore, you're always going to make a bracha in that case. What about taking, taking water with medicine? Oh, so we're, that's what we're, we're working towards. We're getting there. Oh, okay, sorry. Right now, we're only on source four. We've got plenty ahead of us. <laughs> the, adv- the advantage of the Zoom shurim is that I control the flow of information. So you can't have people who are looking ahead at the Marmacomos and then already start <laughs> right. talking about things which I'm not up to yet. So it's, uh, it's one of the great benefits of this whole, uh, this whole process is uh, to go ahead and control it uh, that way. The other way used to be to do a PowerPoint. That way, nobody could look at a slide ahead of uh, ahead of when you go ahead and you present it. Okay. So this is uh, <laughs> almost, almost as good. Yeah. So what does Shulchan Aruch say over here? So let's see how Shulchan Aruch goes ahead in Paskins this halacha. So this is Simon Reish Dal and Siv Zayin Hashosamayim Litzma'o. In the event you go ahead and you drink water because you're thirsty, Mavarach Shahakol Ulachar Brei Nefashos Rabos. So you make a Shahakol beforehand in assuming that you drank a Ravias, you make a Brei Nefashos. But in the event that you have a piece of meat stuck in your throat, and you go ahead and you drink some water to clear the meat from your throat, so you don't make a bracha before drinking or after drinking, and it doesn't make a difference how much you drink. If the sole purpose was to go ahead and clear your throat, so there's not going to be a bracha which you make on that.
So Shacharach Paskind uh, straight up like we would expect from the Mishnah, the Gemara, and the Tosos, which we saw. I mean, he didn't really talk about the other beverages, but straight up from the Mishnah and the Gemara. Comes along the Mishnah Bura. I know we're skipping a lot of generations along the way, but he says as follows. He says, Nira the lav dafka litzma'o. So now, suddenly Mishabura is saying, so until now, as we met, so until now, we talked about that from the Gemara, there's two categories. Either you're drinking water because you're thirsty, then you do make a brach on it, or you're drinking water because you want to clear your throat and you, are, you would not make a brach on it. So Mishabura comes along and he says, there's quite a, a large gap in terms of intent between drinking it because you're thirsty and drinking it because you're choking. So uh, this large gap of space is all these different uh, uh, motivations and reasons why a person is going to have to drink water. What about everything which falls in between there? Which is like the more dominant reason? Which is like the default setting? In, in the absence of something to the contrary, we assume that this is your intent. Is the default setting that you're drinking it litzmo and you do make a, a bracha on it? Or is the default setting that you're drinking it uh, for some ulterior motive, like your throat is, 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 uh, is uh, something's caught in your throat, and absent, uh, uh, and uh, we will generally assume that you are not going to make a bracha on it. So here the Mishabura says, When we say that you're going to make a bracha, you're going to make shahaka when you drink water, it doesn't mean only when you're actually thirsty, when you come out from, uh, you know, outside, when it's uh, warm outside, you say, I'm parched, I need a drink of water. It's not only that. Ella, rather, anytime you drink water in your throat is going to, or your palate really, is going to benefit from the water, you enjoy the, the process of drinking the water. So the fact that you are enjoying the water as you're drinking it, that's an indication to us, halachically, you must be a shtickle thirsty. It may not have registered in your mind that I'm parched and I'm so thirsty I need a drink of water. But if you drink the water and you say, this really hits the spot, so it may, the, the word thirsty may not have run through your mind ahead of time. But when you drink it, you say, that really hits the spot. So that is also because you're a little bit thirsty. Again, as, as you know, I'm not a, a, a fish eater, so I'm not going to be having, you know, some kind of a salty herring or anything like that. But you have a bunch of uh, salty herring, you say, you know what, some water would really hit the spot. So you don't, it, you're not thinking necessarily at the moment, give it a half an hour and you'll be thirsty. But at the moment, you may not be thinking thirsty, but some water will, uh, will, uh, will feel pleasurable in the mouth when you go ahead and you, uh, after eating a, a, a salty food. So the assumption is, is that that's an expression of a feeling of thirst. And therefore, v'tzarech lebracha, and therefore, or you would say a bracha, when anytime your mouth enjoys the, uh, the drinking of the water, because dim because if you actually were not thirsty at all, so then your palate would not enjoy the water. It would just be something which is going into your system, but it wouldn't provide you with any sort of pleasure. So the Mishabur here is telling us that this idea that you're going to make a bracha when you're thirsty, it doesn't mean specifically that you have to register in your brain, I am thirsty. But anytime your mouth is going to enjoy the, uh, the drink of water, it's assumed that that means that you're thirsty and you would go ahead and you would make a bracha on that. Okay. 
Now, if you notice, um, right over here, the highlighted section over here with the Lama Dawid, usually when I go ahead and I, uh, uh, and I copy and paste from, uh, from Bar Ilan, so I clean up all of the Mar Makomos and all of the, uh, the stuff which, uh, which we don't need. So here I left in the Lama Dawid. That's the Lama Dawid of the Sharetzion because we actually are going to see the Sharetzion. So the Sharetzion says, What's the reason why we assume that uh, any anytime, time you enjoy drinking the water, it means that you are thirsty and therefore bracha is appropriate? So the Shared Sion explains, We know that to be source number four. That the Gemara there establishes the principle that anytime you have benefit from what you are consuming, whether food, whether beverage, even water, Toso says. So once you have benefit from it, so how can you get benefit from this world without, uh, without saying a bracha? So how are we going to reconcile that? So the Rishonim explain that water is going to be different. And that is, the by water, since there's no taste, as we said at the outset, it's completely neutral in terms of taste. So if you, if you weren't thirsty, you wouldn't have any benefit from drinking it because it's just water. It has no taste whatsoever. It's not even vanilla. It's even less than vanilla. It's water. So if you, didn't, if you weren't thirsty, you wouldn't have any benefit from it. Vim came, and that being the case, so anytime you enjoy drinking the water, so that is going to mandate the recitation of a bracha. Why? So as we said, the mistama samehuktas. It's clear to us there you must be thirsty. Otherwise, you wouldn't enjoy it because it's something which is completely neutral. So being that water as a taste is completely neutral. The only way that there's going to be benefit is because you're thirsty. And anytime you're enjoying the water, we say it must be that you are thirsty without even necessarily realizing it. And therefore, a bracha is going to be mandated. Um, so we're okay. saying now that there's always hana. There's always some sort of hana. No, not necessarily. Anytime you have hana. That must mean that you were thirsty and you would you would make a bracha. So, for example, lafuke what? So now here we'll now we'll get to uh, from uh, source eight and on. We'll get to cases where uh, the post can discuss whether or not this is considered to be um, is this considered to be a form of hana. So in the bir halach over here, it's right over there on that page of shulchanach. We're going to start from here though. He says lafize imshasamayim rak kedeli tzarf the Sometimes you have. Uh, let's say nine people who are eating together, and they want to go ahead and they want to bench using the uh, using Hashem's name Elokeinu. So, in order to be able to have, in order to be able to say Elokeinu, you need ten people who at least consume something. They don't necessarily need to have washed in order to be part of that mezuman, uh, that that minion of mezuman, but they have to have consumed something. So somebody comes in from uh, you know uh, to uh, participate in uh, in shavuot and the person is absolutely full. And they say, listen, we want to be able to, uh, to bench with a minion, uh, to, uh, with Hashem's name. Why don't you just have some water? And that way you will have consumed something. And then we could go ahead and we could say, Shem Hashem. So the Bira Lacha says, Im shasamayim, if a person drinks some water, they're not thirsty at all. But they did so just so they could say, I consumed something. And now I'm part of the Mizuman. So skipping the, uh, the brackets over there. 
Oh, or another example. Let's say you ate some food and you don't know if you ate a sufficient quantity which mandates a brachachrona. So you're sort of stuck in a quandary. You, you had a, a, a small candy bar. You finished the candy bar, obviously. And now you're wondering, is this candy bar enough that it mandates a brain of fashos or not? So you say, you know what? The easy eitza is, I'll drink a little bit of water and the water, or I'll drink a revius of water. And that way I will, uh, I will have consumed enough that it mandates a brachachrona. So we ask you, Tzachi, do you want this water? Zachi says, no, I'm not really interested in the water at all. I'm not thirsty at all. I just want to make sure that I could go ahead and I could say bracha chrona. So I'm going to drink a revius of water in order to be able to make a bracha chrona. So here says, the, so, uh, so the Bir Halacha says, so verotza lishtos revius maim kedelis chayef bebracha atzma, bebracha bifne atzma. Then you want to go ahead and, bebracha chrona, sorry. And you want to go ahead and drink a revius of water in order to be chayef in a bracha chrona. So says the Bir Halacha, Im If you know that this water, you're not thirsty at all. You know that this water is not providing you with any benefit whatsoever. You're doing so just so you can participate in the Mazuman, or you're doing so just because you want to be able to say a bracha chorona, but there's no benefit from the water. So, There's no chiyuv, there's no obligation to make a bracha in, the, in that case. Umemela, and therefore gambling in tzirf lo nechshav tzirf klau, and therefore even as far as the mezuman is concerned, if you go ahead and you drink water just to participate in the mezuman, that does not make a mezuman. You have to eat something that you benefit from or drink something that you benefit from, but just drinking water in order to accomplish some halachic outcome, and there's no real benefit that you have from that water. So the bir halacha says in those cases you would not go ahead and make a bracha. Because that, that's following the uh, the guidelines which we've uh, which we've uh, established that water is always considered to be neutral and therefore there's no benefit unless we know uh, specifically what your benefit is primarily that's going to be in the event that it's going to satisfy your thirst but if you have some halachic ulterior motive why you are drinking that uh, that water to join a mezuman, or because you want to make sure that you can say a bracha chorona. So those are not considered to be tangible in real reasons to mandate the recitation of a bracha, and therefore a bracha would not be in order in that case. Okay? Give out. Now, next case. So the Das Torah, source number nine over here. So the Das Torah is the Marsham. Towards the end of the, uh, the 19th century, so he was one of the, uh, the great, great uh, postkim at that, uh, that time. And wrote extensively, and then his grandson, who was uh, the original Magid from the Magid Speaks, so his grandson went ahead and published his grandfather's works. So one of them is a commentary on Shulchan Aruch, and then Orachim is called Das Torah. So he says, Bekisve ha, um, uh, Das Kachin, so which is what we would refer to as the Eshel of Rambuchach. He writes, Kasav, the gam im So he addresses an interesting case. Let's say right now we have Shivasa uh, um, is coming up, we have Tishabav coming up, we have Yom Kippur not so far off in the uh, in the distant future. So what many people do right before the fast is they load up on water. So if a person drinks a lot of water, air of the tinus, not because they're currently thirsty 
but because they want to go ahead and hydrate themselves, overhydrate themselves in advance, so that they won't be thirsty during the tinus. So is that considered to be a benefit from the water in it mandates a shahakal? Or right now, since I'm not getting any benefit from it, I've already had three cups of water, and now the next two cups which I have are for tomorrow, so maybe I wouldn't make a bracha. So the, the, the Das Kachim, the uh, Eshla of Rambuchach, he's of the opinion, his thinking is, if you drink now in order to avoid being thirsty tomorrow, Yeshlomer Ditzarach Levarach, you would make a bracha. Because you're doing it now in order to be able to have the benefit of not being able to, uh, not being thirsty the next day. So he seems to be of the opinion that it doesn't have to be an immediate benefit. It could be a future benefit. But, and then he brings a proof to that from the Gemara, but says the Marsham, but the Marsham says, I disagree. And I think that the halach is that the, the factor which is going to ter- determine whether you make a bracha uh, on, the, on the water which you're drinking now or not, has to do with whether in the present moment is it beneficial. If right now you're thirsty, then it mandates, it warrants a bracha. If right now you're actually not thirsty and you're doing it just to stave off being thirsty tomorrow, so that's not considered to be a benefit which I'm having in the moment. And therefore, the Marsham says you would not make a bracha in that case. So this is an important thing because I think a lot of people go ahead and they load up on water uh, right before the tinus. So if you're actually not thirsty and you're really doing it to load yourself up, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're, going, you're doing like a camel. So you're overloading on water ahead of time so that you'll be able to, uh, to make it through the, uh, the tinus. So you wouldn't make a bracha in that case. But once again, it's important to know that that's only true if you're drinking water in advance of the tinus. If you're drinking Powerade or Gatorade, which has a taste anyways, so those things which have a taste anyways, then even if you're doing it because you want to make sure that you won't be thirsty the next day, you would make a bracha because it has a taste. So since it has a good taste to it, so that's going to warrant a, a bracha, even if your intent is just to make sure that you won't be thirsty the next day. And this is something, if you look in source 10 over here from the Chut Shani, this is Rav Nisim Karelitz. So he also says the, uh, the same thing. He says, HaShosem Mayim. If you drink an abundance of water, that's the Lerov, before the fast of Yom Kippur or any other fast day, near it would seem, Shekol Od Margish Bishtiyasok Tsasana Bipiv. Sorry, I forgot a, a space over there. So he says, anytime that you're going to have a benefit in your mouth, Mishtiyasamayim, from the drinking of the water, Chayabibracha. So then you would make a bracha. So he says, if you enjoy, if you're going to enjoy the drink while you're having it, so then you would make a bracha. And then he says, mm-hmm. Once again, I forgot the, uh, the, the, uh, the space. Mm-hmm. Where anyways, it's hot, the weather is hot in Eretz Yisrael by Tisha B'Av time or even by Yom Kippur time. So it's likely that there's going to be some sort of benefit which you have anyways because of that. Because it's assumed anyways that you're going to enjoy it because the weather's hot out and people enjoy a cold drink when the, uh, the weather's hot out. And therefore he says, so it makes sense that you're going to make a bracha in those cases. And when the Gemara in Shulchan Aruch talks about drinking water because you're thirsty, 
It doesn't mean, and we saw this or this idea already, it doesn't mean that only when you're actually thirsty, when you're like, uh, you, you actually verbalize those words, you say, oh, I'm so thirsty, I need some water. It's not talking about that. It's coming to say, in contrast to a circumstance where there's no benefit from the drink at all that you are consuming. So when you have no benefit at all from the drink, then you don't make a bracha, like you're trying to clear your throat from stuck, something which is stuck there. So you don't feel physical pleasure from it. It's just clearing your throat. But anytime there's any sort of uh, pleasure whatsoever, you would make the bracha. But the chud shami, but Rav Nisim Karel uh, acknowledges that in the event that it's a circumstance, let's say it's, uh, um, you know, it's Yom Kippur and it's uh, 40 degrees outside. So it's uh, Yom Kippur, or air of Yom Kippur is 40 degrees outside. So you're not really so thirsty because of the weather anyways. And you're doing so only because you want to go ahead and make sure that you're fully hydrated as you go into the fast. So Rav Nisim Karel would also acknowledge that in such a case, there's no benefit from the water now. And therefore, you want to make a bracha. And therefore, he says, Ulafizeh, should be Im Shosa. Im shosa, therefore he says, Im shosa If you're drinking just to fill your tummy up with water, but your mouth is not going to feel any pleasure from it whatsoever, you would not have to say a bracha. Now he says, now this is where it begins to become uh, uh, more lamaisa. Based on this, we could, uh, we could consider, we could think about somebody who is instructed by his doctors. The doctor says you need to drink a quart of water a day. You need two quarts a day or a gallon a day or this many cups of water per day. Or I should really do a better job of uh, editing. He says the same thing is going to be true. Let's say somebody is going to have some sort of uh, medical test where the doctor says, I need you to go ahead and drink a bunch of water beforehand. So you're drinking water because the doctor said that in advance of this medical test, uh, we need you to drink uh, uh, this amount of water. Dino canal. So if you're not thirsty at all and you don't enjoy it, and you're doing it just because the doctor said so, you don't say a bracha on that water. So this is, the, this is the idea, the parameters which we are setting up, that since water is neutral, the bracha is only recited in the event that there's some sort of benefit. And therefore, if it's being done because the doctor uh, said you have to drink this amount of water per day, or you're having a test the next day, and the doctor said in advance of the test, you need to drink this amount of water, this volume of water. So you would go ahead and you would, uh, you would uh, not say a bracha on the water in that case. Now, here, source 11 is an interesting thing, and you see it often, and it's certainly true, uh, those people who are not uh, as experienced or very nervous when they're speaking. So one of the things that happens when one is speaking, it's a combination of two things. Number one is one is speaking. So that takes a lot of, uh, clears the mouth of, uh, of saliva. And then number two, uh, when a person is nervous in their speaking and fight or flight kicks in, that also dries up the mouth. So those two things together makes for the perfect storm for a public speaker to be halishing for a drink, to need something because the mouth gets really dry. Sometimes you see speakers that they're, 
every other word or something, they're trying to generate saliva in their mouth because their mouth is, uh, is so dry. <laughs> yeah, or, or you're speaking from behind a mask, right, also. So it says, Bisman Hartsa, keep that mask, it's going to be a relic for years to come. I'll be selling it on eBay for $100. <laughs> so we say that, So the Nishmas Avram, the uh, Rabbi Abraham, uh, Dr. Abraham Sofer Avram, one of the great uh, medical ethicists, medical halachists. So he was a student of Rav Neuvert, who is the author of Shmir Shabbos Kilchasa. So Rav Neuvert told him, So a speaker, somebody who's a public speaker, who feels that his mouth is dry. Bizman, not Bishemen, Bizman Hartsaso, at the time that he's speaking. And he wants to take a little bit of water in order to moisten his mouth. So if Neuvert was of the opinion, He says, you have to make a bracha, even though you're not really thirsty. The truth is you are thirsty, but you're not thinking of it in terms of thirst, but you're doing it, you're swallowing the water just because you have to, because your mouth is dry and it's rude when you're speaking to you know, put water in your mouth, to moisten your mouth and then spit it out. People uh, won't appreciate that. Because he says at the end of the day, so the palate enjoys the water which you went ahead and you put in your mouth and you swallowed. And therefore, Rav Neuvert was of the opinion that you would make a bracha on that water. But amazingly, he says, Lumazos, Amrli Hagon, Rav Yosef Shalmel Yashiv Shlita. But he says, Rav Yashiv told him, She'en Levarch. Rav Yashiv is of the opinion that if you're speaking and your mouth is dry and somebody brings you a cup of water and you just take a little sip because you're trying to moisten your mouth, Rav Yashiv is of the opinion that you would not make a bracha in that case. He says it's no different than if you drink a little bit of water after some medicine because you want to go ahead and you want to make sure it gets down your throat. So you're doing so, there you go. So you're doing so just because you're trying to wash down the medication, or let's say it's, a, you know, you took a cough syrup or something, which has a horrid taste. You're just trying to clear out the, uh, the mouth, you're trying to wash away the bad taste. So, in those cases, you don't make a bracha because you're not really benefiting from it. All you're trying to do is you're trying to use it functionally to moisten the mouth or to clear out the, a bad taste of the mouth or to get the medicine down. And anytime the water is being consumed for functional reasons rather than pleasurable reasons, so you would not make a bracha in that case. So that's an interesting thing to pay attention to. I don't know how many speakers are aware of this, but it'd be an interesting thing to, be, to pay attention to that maybe from now on when you're at a shear, always give the magid shear a cup of water in the middle and then see whether or not <laughs> they make a bracha and then you can ask them afterwards, is it because, did you make a bracha because you follow Rav Neuvert? Did you make a bracha because you enjoy drinking the water? Or did you skip the bracha because you follow Rav Yashif? But you can always go ahead and put somebody on the spot in that, uh, in that case. I was going to say, many times, I mean, they, they make it an opportunity to make the bracha, they say it out loud, and everyone says amen. It's an opportunity to get everyone to say amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it, it, it's a nice thing to get everybody to say amen, but almost it'll be an interesting thing, a nice thing to teach everybody the halacha over here. To say, you know what? Also the bar, bar mitzvah kid. You know, we give a, a bar mitzvah kid a, a, a bottle water of water. while he's leaning. When he's leaning, right, to take drinks between aliyos. Right, right. It's, it's, right. Same, same type of thing. Correct, right. Sometimes uh, the Baltokea has some water with him, uh, you know, while he's uh, he's blowing chauffeur, a similar, similar type of thing. 
Okay, now the last thing is, let's try and go through this quickly. He says, may soda. So those who are uh, modern Hebrew speakers, so we would call that seltzer. They call it may soda, but we call that seltzer. So it's just water with bubbles in it. She'en lahem. So he says, she'en lahem tam atzmi. It doesn't really have a taste more than water. El she'esh bahem gazim, ukedoma. But it has gas, meaning it has uh, CO2 inside. So do you make a bracha if you're drinking seltzer? Is that just, is that considered to be, is it going to be the same parameters of, as water? Or does the fact that it's carbonated, does that fundamentally change it, put it into a different category of beverage? So he says, Im shoso sam litzmo. If you're drinking it not out of thirst, again, you're drinking it, let's say, in advance of the, uh, of a tinus, or you're drinking it because that's what they gave you while you were speaking and your mouth is dry, or you're just trying to get down the medication. So nira, she'en kobane adam shavim bazeh. So he says, it appears that not every person is going to be the same. Nor is every situation or circumstance really literally means time, but not is every, not is every, not is every circumstance the same. In other words, some people enjoy drinking seltzer. They, they enjoy the feeling of the, uh, of the carbonation. And they may go ahead and drink the, uh, the seltzer, even, even when they're not thirsty. That's just something which they enjoy the drinking of, uh, of seltzer. And therefore, for those people who enjoy drinking seltzer, it would make sense that if you're in that category, you always make shahakal on seltzer, even though it's essentially water, but you would always make a shahakal. Why? The birchas hanen, and here it comes with the principle. He says the birchas hanen in any tali, any eno talui dafka im yesh tam atzmi kigon sukar kedoma. Because benefit hana has nothing to do with whether there is sugar or a sweetener equivalent in the beverage or not. It doesn't have to be a function of it having a particular taste. That's not what the, what's going to determine whether there's considered to be a hana. And here, this is where we go after hana a little bit, Tzachi. He says, anytime you're going to drink something and you're feeling pleasure, it's naim. You're, you're enjoying the fact that you're drinking that beverage. So as far as halacha is concerned, in birchas hanenin, minamayim. So that's considered to be pleasure that you have from the water. What are you going to do? You enjoy it. And therefore, you would make a bracha. Because saying the bracha has nothing to do with whether it, there is sugar in the beverage or whether it ha- is infused with any other taste whatsoever. The bottom line is, do you enjoy this or do you not enjoy this? If you enjoy it just as a beverage, you have to say a shakal. If it's taka neutral, you don't really enjoy it, but you're drinking it for a functional reason, so then you would not. And therefore, the same is really going to be true with water. That if you enjoy drinking water, it has nothing to do necessarily with the fact that there's a particular taste which you enjoy, but just simply because you enjoy drinking the water, so then... So then you would go ahead and you make a bracha on the fact that you're drinking that beverage. But in the event that you actually, there's no benefit that you have, and it's purely functional to clear your throat 
or to moisten your mouth because it's getting dry because you're doing public speaking and you're very nervous about it. So in those cases, so then if it's purely functional, then you would not make a bracha on it. So therefore he says that when it comes to uh, to seltzer, it really depends on the person. It depends on their circumstance. Are they drinking it because they just enjoy drinking seltzer? Or are they drinking it more as a functional thing because that's the only beverage which is, uh, which is available and you have no, uh, no choice? I remember uh, a number of years ago before I was a seltzer drinker, we were by somebody for Shabbos and they were already seltzer drinkers. There's no, nothing else to drink. So I went as long as I could avoiding seltzer because seltzer at that time was, ugh, how could you possibly drink uh, uh, seltzer? But then at a certain point over Shabbos, there's only so long you could eat Shabbos food and not drink something. So since the only alternatives were water out of the tap or seltzer, so I went with the, uh, the seltzer option as much as I didn't want to do so. But there already was a point where I was thirsty. But that's really going to be, according to Nissim Karelitz, that's going to be the criteria. Is it a beverage that you're drinking because you enjoy? Or is it a beverage that you are drinking purely for some sort of functional reason, whether it's because it's uh, the doctor said I need to, whether it's because I'm trying to get down some medication, or whether it's because something is caught in my throat. So if it's functional, then I would not make a bracha on it. But in the event that it is pleasurable in some way, so then you would make a bracha on, the, uh, on that water. So people on these like water diets where they drink, you know, they have to drink a certain amount of water the whole day. I mean... Right, right, right. So, that, right, exactly. Yeah. So that's so that's it. Depend. It, it's going to depend on whether or not somebody's on a. You know, they're, you know, they're trying to uh, uh, detox. I think they they talk. They're trying to detox their system, and for like two weeks, they're going to drink just water or something like that. So, you know, it it, it, it will it will still revolve around this uh, this exact same thing. If it's something which is pleasurable, you'd make the bracha. If it's something just because this is the the protocol for this detox, so then you would make a bracha on the water. Thank you, Rabbi Schaffel. I, I also wanted to let you know how appropriate this was in terms of the, uh, the calendar for the Torah readings. You know, next week is uh, Chukat, and yeah. so uh, that is the source, as you probably know, for Irish whiskey. Right. First, yeah. Aliyah yeah. ends in Mayim Chaim El Kelly. Kelly, yeah, yeah. excellent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Don't forget, Rob, you're talking to a Myers over there who also Thank appreciates so a, a good pun along the way. So that's uh, <laughs> perfect. I am married to an Irish family, though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, my what, my mother-in-law's family uh, came through Ireland on the way oh. out. Wow, cool. Okay, Givaldic. All right. All right. Have a good evening. Have a good day. Have a good Shabbos, Thank everybody. You. Have a good Shabbos. Mazel tov on the graduations. Yeah, the two graduations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Call to...